again, you've got the spot heroes, right? You've got arrives. You've got all these different platforms, and even what I've what I've noticed, some people are calling addresses different addresses, right? And so, in some of the locations across the country, there's specific addresses related to licensing and excise and licensing. You know, as customers get notices for non-compliance. They get a notice and they might complain to the city and the city's like, we don't have a parking lot license there, right? And so all that stuff becomes so important because, you know, addresses, rates, everything should be communicated in the same way. Welcome to All Things Parking with Danny and John, and I'm John Conway. And I'm Danny Crane. If you want to know what is happening in the industry, meet the who's who, and learn about technology and innovations happening in parking and mobility, you're in the right place. There's tons of things happening in the parking and mobility space on this show. We will dive into controversies. We will dive into topics and introduce technologies, the leaders and the ideas that are shaping the future of the mobility space. We love the parking industry and can't wait to bring you incredible conversations about all things parking. To check out our episodes, head to www.parkingtalk.com. Your parking talk starts here on all things parking. And before we get started, I just wanted to give a quick disclaimer. Everything you hear on the show is Danny and my opinion, our opinions only. So I would encourage you to listen to the show, develop your own ideas and thoughts, and of course, listen at your own risk. And again, thank you for joining us. All Things Parking with Danny and John. Let's dive in. This episode of the All Things Parking podcast with Danny and John is brought to you by PRRS, the leading provider of parking data analytics. PRRS offers a fully customizable, automated 24-7 parking lot monitoring solution compatible with any facility and operation. Data collected by cameras placed on your property can be uploaded into an artificial intelligence-aided interface called ParkingCompliance.ai. The interface assembles quantitative reports on parker behaviors, trends, and peak hours, which can be a tremendous help in creating data-driven financial plans or preparing for better ad hoc situations. You can access parkingcompliance.com on your smartphone and have live parking lot data at your fingertips anytime and anywhere. To find out more, visit parkingprs.com. That's parkingprs.com. PRRS, a new standard in compliance. All right. Good morning, John. Good morning, Danny. Here we are again. Here and we find we find ourselves here again. Today, we have a special topic. It's a very educational uh, session. Something that I'm definitely not familiar with. This is kind of your wheelhouse. Alliance for Parking Data Standards, also known as APDS. APDS. What is that? People are saying. John, what is APDS? What is APDS? Alliance Parking Data Standards. Pretty important in the industry. However, the average person listening to this show is going, what is that? APD? Is that the payroll company? <laughs> APE? What is that? No, it is not. So, um, you know, as we get into this, the Alliance for Parking Data Standards 
is an organization that was, I'm not sure where, where it started, uh, but there's a group of parking professionals um, that started this organization. I know that um, there is the IPMI has done several presentations on it. So to the average listener is probably saying, what the... So, right. So, so there are three, just to clarify, there are three different founding organizations for APDS, which is IPMI, International Parking and Mobility Institute, European Parking Association, and British Parking Association. So those are the three different founding organizations for ADPS. Yes. And so I think you're, so really when we're, when we're talking about this and we're looking at this, it's really about how our industry is sharing data. And I think the push here is to try to get a standard in which everybody shares data so our industry can be plugged in to the rest of the world in a common way that makes it easy, right? And I think right now, um, I think our industry is not doing that and it makes it very difficult, challenging, and probably costly to share data, right? Can you, your you know, PRRS is very data driven. So can you give us an example of how and why you think that we're currently not as an industry doing this properly? So, I, I mean, I guess from our standpoint, I guess, I mean, I just highlight some of the challenges that the industry probably has right now. I mean, sharing data is a necessity, right? And we hear about, you know, uh, mob, you know, mobility and smart cities and all of those buzzwords that go around the industry. Um, sharing data is a necessity for that. And so if our industry is going to connect to the rest of the world, we need to solve this and, and get a standard. So um, that's one challenge. Um, entities expend significant effort and cost to share data. And that's kind of what I said before. It's like, you know, there's no standard. So you and I have different softwares and we're going to try to connect, but you're speaking Spanish and I'm speaking English. And it's very costly to try to get those two things connected. Um, so I think that's a, that's a challenge. Um, and then the other challenges, everybody, all these software platforms are using different terminologies and formats, you know? So it's like, there's no, there's no standard. So you might call a parking space, you know, space dot, and somebody might call it space square, you know, in that, that, um, matrix world is that what was that movie yeah <laughs> so that's a that's a challenge and then you've got you know um i think with the standards make it easier to create and share and integrate data i mean so i think that's kind of what we're trying to accomplish and so from our software standpoint as an industry obviously there's a lot of data coming in that we're collecting and so we want to share that in a manner in which our customers want us to share that and making it easier to share that and, you know, with some consistency reduces costs. And again, as I said, it helps us connect to the rest of the world, right? So we, before, you know, before we started the episode, we were kind of having some side conversation. And we there are a few different industries that we think share data across their platforms and do it very well. What do you, why do you think... 
why would we not want to share that data across our platforms and our industry? And are there disadvantage disadvantages on sharing data? Well, let's face it. I mean, as I've said in other episodes, we're talking about parking, right? <laughs> and so I still, I think there's still people out there that are kind of, you know, if you recall in previous episodes, we talked about, we were like one of the last industries to take credit cards, right? Oh, still are. Yeah, so, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of, there are some operators who still cash only, cash only. So here we are with, you know, uh, you know, something as important as this. And so I think there's still people out there that are paranoid, you know, it's like, oh, if I share my data in this manner, there's still people that don't want to share their data. And so I think that's a mistake, um, you know, uh, sharing data and getting this information out there allows people to make better decisions, right? And I think that's what we're trying to get. And let's face it, it's not just about sharing parking data as well. I mean, we're talking about, you know, mobility services, delivery services, robots on sidewalks, traffic lanes and queuing areas, um, other uses for sidewalks and curbs. I mean, we're talking about a lot of stuff, right? Absolutely. I mean, so this, do you think that this is a future of bringing smart cities together, right? I mean, from an off-street um, parking standpoint, valet, public transportation, EV charging, which is very hot in the industry right now, on-street parking, micromobility, and and other things, right? These are all of the things that we need to that need to come together in order to create a smart city parking landscape. Uh, correct. I mean, you're spot on. You know, it's 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 kind of like if we're going to be a smart city, let's connect all the the marketplaces, right? Connected vehicles, auto OEMs, marketplaces, mobile payments, marketing and ticket platforms you know, operator, owner, digital tools, all of that stuff. And so if we come up with this standard like Europe has, and, I, you know, we wanted to, we want to get a couple guests on because again, like everything, we could talk about this uh, probably for a couple hours. Um, people would probably fall asleep if it was a couple hours, but, um, but there's some, there's some experts that can offer and shed some light and, um, you know, hopefully we're, we're doing that here, highlighting, you know, and getting the message out how important this is for our industry. So, you know, we'll probably do a part two to this show later down the road with a guest, um, cause Europe has done it, done it well. So I, I think there's a couple folks over there that have expressed interest in coming on and, and sharing how it worked over there. We're a little behind the times here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I think, you know, Danny, you mentioned this before, but some of the founding organizations, I think IPMI was one, European Parking Association, British British Parking Association. Mm -hmm. So I think some of the folks we would get on would be from the British Parking Associations. So um, objectives, you know, what do you think the objectives are, Danny? With APDS. Not to be mistaken with APD, the payroll company. <laughs> I, think it's, I, th I think it's ADT. Or is that the security home Alliance, system? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, 20. folks. There's we're confusing a, everybody. ADT, AD, ADP. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it sounds like um, the, the objective here is enabling entities 
to spend more resource, more resources on innovating with their data. Um, Absolutely. So let's focus on being the creators that we are being innovative, coming up with all these great ideas that you come up with. We're going to focus on that and not be bogged down with, you know, when Danny wants me to connect to Seth, you know, uh, in his data platform that I'm not spending, scratching my head for and spending all this money and time and resources, right? We can focus on innovation, I guess, right? We are a very innovative industry, so. That's right. So, uh, you know, again, very important, helping our industry grow, helping us connect the world. Um, you know, kind of what does the landscape look like in in this process, right? You know, you've got automation, you've got curbside management, you've got parking management, um, broadcast traffic, travel information, traffic management. Mobility and public transportation. That's right. And so uh, traveler data, you know, automated valet parking, existing, you know, transmodal. Um, I mean, I'm using terms that are probably way above my head, but you know, uh, you, I think the oh, I don't worry. I won't ask you to define them for me. <laughs> Are we having a quiz after yeah, this? Know, if we're having a quiz folks, I'm going to, I'm going to fail that quiz. Um, no, but again, I, you know, just to get, I think I'll, there's some listeners out here that are pretty familiar with this stuff. Right. So they're going to be like, wow, great. And there's other people like us that, you know, kind of hear this before if you talked about this a couple of years ago, I would have been like, what, you know? So, um, you know, just getting the, f trying to make the familiarity of this and, and the importance. So, well, you know, I think it, in our industry now it's, we're, we're obviously we're very data driven in very many different aspects of, of what we, of what we do. Um, and so now that's when we go to, you know, when we talk to, a lot of our clients, a lot of the asset owners, they want data. They want, they're very data driven. They want, they want, one of the first questions that they ask is, can you share your data with us? Why right. not? Yeah. Right. I'm, again, I think the intent, I mean, going back to that question that you asked me, um, you know, why wouldn't people want, I think, again, you know, recognizing not everybody want, you know, we're not, not everybody needs to share all of the data, right? Um, there's specific data that's important that helps the, helps this connection to the world. So I think, you know, for those of those, those people out there that are paranoid, like some of the data is going to get out and, you know, confidentiality or they're going to hurt their, you know, their position in the marketplace somehow, you know, uh, they could rest assured that not all that data is going to be, it has to be shared in order to make this. Um, but again, I think it comes back to find common definitions for the industry and the data concept. You know, that's, that's one intent. Um, I think establishing uh, acceptable formats of, and sharing the relevant data that's important. Well, and I think sharing data across different technologies, I think, is, is something that we're, this is what we're touching base on here, but I think it's so important for different assets, right? You have airports, you have venues, and when one technology doesn't 
necessarily want to share the data with the other when it feeds into it, then we can't run an, you know, an efficient operations, you know, because not, there's not one, one company that does everything. They don't space counts. Uh, you know, we're, we're running into that now at a lot of our arenas is that we want, we, we need different, uh, technologies to talk to, to each other. So we can essentially come out with one result. Exactly. Exactly. And I, again, I think that the Alliance for Parking Data Standards, I think the the um, the scope, I guess you would call it, would be, you know, sessions. If I was to draw on a whiteboard, which we do have a whiteboard behind us, by we, the way. We could have a whiteboard session. We could have a whiteboard. <laughs> so uh, sessions would be, uh, would be a standard place data, <clears throat> you know, um, equipment and service data, permissions, rights, parking mobility, um, kind of compliance, uh, rates and quotes, um, as you said, occupancy utilization, um, and then observations, right? Identifying objects, identifying Ubers, identifying delivery vehicles, all kinds of things, um, kind of managing who's using those assets. And I think we talked about that in other, yeah. other sessions. So um, <clears throat> I think... Again, you know, the actual specification, I think, if I had to put my finger on it, would probably be, you know, a model-driven approach um, would be one bullet point. I think uh, full UML data models with all terms defined would be another one. And if you asked me what UML was, I'd probably go, whoa. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Let's, <laughs> let's back up. Please tell me what UML data is. I know. I'd like to know, too. <laughs> you know, just reading from my research, I am not a, I'm not a tech, you know, I'm not the. What do you mean? You, I'm you're, a tech. You, I know just you're enough. You're a to tech be, master, John Conway. I know, I, ju I know just enough to be dangerous. But if I have, if I actually have to. You know, I'm not, yeah, I'm not the guy that actually, I just think of an idea and then look at the guy or gal and say, oh, can you do this? We can do that. Can we make this happen? We can make that happen. I, I know how that goes. I'm like, hey, John, can we, uh, I need this problem solved. Can you do it? Of course I can. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then there's people scratching their head, the developers going, like, why, hell, why would you say Who's, that you could do this? <laughs> what person did this? I want I, their name. <laughs> and I hold it. I hold my vendors to their word. I'm like, do you remember that conversation? we had three years ago on a Tuesday night at 7 p.m. when you said that you would do this and we're, you know, we're here now. What I'm the doing? guy. I said they could do it and then the developer's oh, calling. Somebody from the back office is saying, I want to know who did that. Like, so how's how's the uh, development coming along on that feature, Conway? <laughs> <laughs> right the on top of it. sales yeah. department. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back, you know, uh, back to the uh, specifications. So I think, I, you know, we've got uh, API supportable messaging. Um, obviously, our industry is big right now on APIs. I mean... Um, we've got a lot of so lot many of things stuff. are a, uh, very API based, right? And, and it, it hasn't always been like that, right? I, I it hasn't, and there's challenges with it. You know, there's <laughs> there's certain, and that's again coming back to this why this is so important. And just my world, um, you know, some of the APIs they don't have an endpoint, they don't have this, they don't have that, and. You know, so it makes it challenging when you're trying to deliver a compliance service, right? So if there was a standard and we, 
way a lot of this that stuff makes, was, yeah. was, um, was shared, it would, it would be so much easier, so much easier. And just from my vantage point, there's other people trying to lift gates and trying to do different things and connect with different software apps, you know? So, um, and then I think, I don't know if I had to do a last bullet point and say integrates with many existing ISO standards and other national standards. I think those would, those would be, you know, four important points of having a specification. So, so there's two different placements where we can, you know, uh, integrate this and it's placement of locations and placement of equipment and services. Yep. Is one more important than the other or do is placement of equipment and services really dependent on placement of locations, do you think? <clears throat> you know, I think that <clears throat> in the way we talk about importance in, on this topic, I think I think it the I think it depends on what you're doing and what you're trying to accomplish, right? right. So for some people I think, you know, it would be very important um, from a location standpoint. Whether it's on street, off street, um, surface lot, garage. Correct. And and even if, and, and in those operations, what are you specifically trying to do, right? I'm trying to drill, deliver compliance and occupancy and different things related to, you know, people using the parking lot. Somebody else could be doing something else on the parking lot that is important to them. Monitoring EV. Which is... Which is... Needed. Needed. Absolutely. And coming to a theater near you. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for that one. Yeah. You heard it here first. Yep. I'll be one of the first to utilize that. So again, you know, <clears throat> having a standard placement of equipment and services, um... You know, it's going to, you know, identify where equipment locations are. Um, example of equipment, bike racks, EV chargers, pay kiosks. Um, you know, people are opening doors, pedestrian doors, you know, in our industry. There might be lockdown facilities, you know, after hours and people have parked in there during normal hours. And, you know, they come in and they, you know, access a door with their parking ticket or their parking receipt, right? Which, which is something we need to uh, perfect because I have been locked out of many garages due to the lack of technology on the outside of the building, um, yeah. which is, and, and I've had, I've had many, many customers locked out of my own garage, my own garages in operation. So it's, so, so what did you do? Like you came back to the garage? Yeah, and we would have to, yeah. I mean, we, to let you Uber home? No, well, when I was in operations, we would have to physically send someone to the location oh. to manually let people in if the, you know, it, so if like the technology, hours, yeah, you had, you had, yeah, if it responded. wasn't working and for some reason, um, the, you know, the technology went down, we would have to send someone over there to physically open the door and let people, groups of pe hundreds of people in to get their cars, you know, at midnight, 1 a.m., um, myself. That's when I'd be I'm like, not, I, I'd be I, old school on that Myself, one. you'll like, see me, you'll see me finding the, the nearest uh, Windmaster and dragging it to the, to the entry lane and 
pulling a chicken, getting myself in the garage. I, the first time I, I, if I had to get up and let somebody in a parking garage at 2 a.m., I'd be putting up a sign that says, if you're not back, you're come back the next day and get your car. I actually, funny, I actually had to do this recently in Seattle where we got back to the garage, myself and a few, few friends, one of my girlfriends who's actually in the parking industry and we couldn't get in the garage. It was still pretty early. It was like 7 PM, but we ended up having to find a Windmasters to get in the entry lane. And there were tons of people. So I, I'm not proud that I showed anybody how to do this. But oh, you showed them how to take the metal <laughs> sign over the loop. Hey, yeah, we, you know, we're downtown Seattle. Everyone needed to get there. Many people needed to get their car. Right. I was just in the right place at the right time. You were doing a public to, service. I was doing a public service. <laughs> Everybody hear that? Danny let people out for free. No, we no? all, that was, did not let people out for free. We got people into the garage to get their car. And so essentially, instead of this operator of having many complaints come in and asking for free parking, everybody paid to get their car out. Nice. All right. So, um, you know, what are permissible activities and rights under this process as we go forward? I'd say, you know, parking related, anything parking related. Right? Delivery services, mobility, mobility related. Anything of... Uh, Anything Uber, of that nature. Lyft, yeah. Um, you Active know, mobility. Again, deliveries. You know how many deliveries are being done in, in a downtown area? UPS, FedEx, oh, you know, all those, all those trucks just pulling up, using different places. You this know? is an actual. This is an issue in New York City, right? Uh, absolutely, I think it's an issue everywhere. Yeah, right? and I think that's what companies are trying to solve issues like that. So. Which makes, you know, this process even more important as you try to connect the grid, so to speak, the parking grid with the rest of the world. So I think and one of the, a big topic right now, you know, is communication, communicating rates between different platforms and systems, um, which I, I, you know, so this would essentially allow rate information um, to be published across different platforms. So important. So important. Absolutely. I, 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 again, you've got the spot heroes, right? You've got arrives, you've got all these different platforms. And even what I've, what I've noticed, some people are calling addresses, different addresses, right? And so um, in some of the in some of the locations across the country, there's specific addresses related to um, licensing and excise and licensing. So, you know, as customers get notices for non-compliance, they get a notice and they might complain to the city, and the city's like, "We don't have a parking lot license there," right? And so, all that stuff becomes so important because you know, addresses, rates, everything should be communicated in the same way. Right. And so I think we got to have standards, yep. standards across, across the industry. So I, you know, again, you know, as we go through this episode, it's, uh, from my perspective, I'd love to be talking about something else, but 
<laughs> to be completely honest with you. Um, but this but is that's so me. important I, because is, this it is, is important. This is this has more to do with your expertise, right? Than it do, I mean, then not that it doesn't have anything to do with what you know my expertise, but this is very much your wheelhouse. It It, it is. Um, but, but you talk about this all day long, so I can see how you would rather be talking about something else. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, there's other, you know, exciting, but I think that's the point of why I wanted, you know, why we wanted to share and talk about this topic because I don't, you know, it's not a conversation, right? When's the last time you had a conversation at like a parking show somewhere and had talking about this? About probably well, never, right? <laughs> but we probably should, you know, bring it up or at least have a conversation, you know. So I think I don't know if we can do anything on the show just to try to, you know, try to help um, get this this message out there to everybody and how important it is. And again, I can't believe there's still people that you know aren't sharing who don't want to share their data. Who don't want to share their data? I mean, I don't think if you're if you're a company and you're hoarding and don't want to share your data, I think your future is not a not long for the parking industry. Right. Well, you know, and I think that there's I think there is importance of sharing data with your with your customers, with your with your clients, asset owners across the board you know, because essentially they're going to be able to use, take this data, use it to make future improvements. Right. So did you know that the Alliance for Parking Data Standards has a Twitter and, and a website? Of course I knew that. So, yeah. Follow, I already follow them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, I would, you know, we encourage everybody to, to visit the website, you know, we've, we've touched on briefly. I mean, we don't have all day to sit here. We wanted to highlight this, but we encourage you to visit the website and Google this. Um, and you can learn a lot about what's, what's going on. And specifically if you're a decision maker, right. Um, you know, look at your organization and if you're not a member, then join and find out what's going on and how you can standardize your data. Right. Um, I think there's a contact, there's an email that I'll, I'll give out. It's info at allianceforparkingdatastandards.org. So I'll repeat that. Info at alliance data, allianceforparkingdatastandards.org. And I think we'll put this on our, on our page, our LinkedIn page, the information. So you guys, you know, people out there, the Twitter handle is at APDS Parking. Again, Twitter, APDS Parking. And um, yeah, we encourage everybody. I think there's, they have stuff on Facebook, I think LinkedIn, YouTube. Um, and I think there's some pretty robust presentations out there that, that kind of talk about this stuff, right? So, um, and if you're in the, in the software gig, you better get on board with the Alliance for Parking Data Standards. What do you think, Danny? I'm on board. You, you convinced on, me. Are you on board? Is <laughs> everybody on board with the Alliance for Parking Data Standards? So that's kind of what we uh, what this show was about today, and we hope we uh, we brought some attention to it. What do you think, Danny? Did we? 
I hope so. Sure. Yeah, you I hope look so. pretty excited over there. <laughs> I am excited. This is, you know, I, we talk, we talk data every single day and what I do. So we do, we do. And we're going to continue to talk about data. So I think we'll we're, catch you next time. Thank you. We'll see you guys later and gals. Thanks for listening to All Things Parking with Danny and John. We are so happy you joined us on the podcast and hope you'll stick around for future episodes. We love the parking industry and more importantly, we love talking about all the crazy stuff happening in the parking and mobility space. We hope you join us on the next episode of All Things Parking with Danny and John. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on YouTube and your favorite podcast app. We will see you next time on All Things Parking with Danny and John. To make sure you don't miss an episode, head to www.parkingtalk.com.